0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers. Small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 62 is going to be from Galatians chapter 6, verses 6 through 10. What we sow is what we will reap in every part of of our lives. In Galatians chapter 6, verses 6 through 10, the Bible says, Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. In Galatians chapter 6, verses 6-10, through 10, the principle of sowing and reaping is taught. In verse six, he starts with, let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. And so the very first thing that we find that in this sowing and reaping process, that the word of God is what is to be sown. It is the good thing that we will reap if we're sowing the word of God. In Romans chapter one, and verse 16, the Bible says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. You see, we have to share in the word of God. We have to take the word of God to the world. We have to sow the seed of the word of God if we want to reap good things. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches What we sow is what we will reap in every part of our lives. In verse 7, it says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. If we believe that we can sow to the flesh and reap good things, then God says we are deceived. And so if we claim to be Christian, but we are not doing the will of God, if we are not sowing that which is good, then we deceive ourselves. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21, it says, Not everyone who says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of God, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. What we sow is what we will reap in every part of our lives. Do not be deceived. Don't deceive yourself. You cannot go against God and what God wants and believe that you're going to reap eternal life or everlasting life. This extends all the way to... Worship services in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25. We're not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, but yet, so many people sow corruption by forsaking the assembly and believe that they're going to reap everlasting life. They believe that they can sow to the flesh and go do whatever you want during the time in which God has said that we need to be in services and that God is going to reward us for that. But according to verse 7 of Galatians chapter 6, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. If we are sowing to the flesh, then we are going to reap from the flesh. In 1 John chapter 2 and verses 15 and following, it says, Love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. For all that is of the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away in the lust thereof. You see, everything that is a part of the flesh is part of one of these three things. And we are not to love the world. Love not the world nor the things that are in the world. For all that is of the world, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. If we fall short in those temptations, then we are sowing to the flesh. Because that's what the flesh is made up of. The lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Do not be deceived. Those things are not going to inherit eternal life. We cannot sow to those things and believe that we're going to reap good things. In verse 8 of Galatians chapter 6, it says, For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. If we sow to the flesh, and sowing to the flesh is sin in romans chapter 3 and verse 23 it says for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god so we're all going to do this we're all going to make mistakes but we got to try to fix those mistakes we've got to try to take the means of escape that god offers in first corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13 paul told the church of corinth no temptation is taken man except for that which is common to man but god is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted above what you are able but with every temptation provide a means of escape that you might be able to bear it For he who sows to his flesh will reap from the flesh. We sow to the flesh in many different ways today. One of the ways that we talked about is doing things that are fleshly while God has commanded us to be in the assembly. And this doesn't mean just... On Sundays, notice in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, it says nothing of Sunday. It says, when the church is gathering, let us not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. This would be any time the church is assembling whether it be Sunday night, Wednesday night, Sunday morning, or at a gospel meeting or any other church-related event. We are not to forsake it. We are not to sow to our flesh so that our flesh can reap benefits from fleshly things. We need to be sowing to our spirit, which is in John chapter 4 and verse 24, God desires those to worship him in spirit and in truth. And so we need to be making sure that What we are sowing is godly, for he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. Everybody's going to die. We cannot change that. It's appointed once to live and once to die, and then the judgment. That happens for every single person that's ever born into this world. And if we're sowing of the flesh, eventually we're going to die. And then what good is all those things going to be? What good is it going to be if we have built houses and houses and houses or made for us ourselves a huge mansion here on this world? We've sown to the flesh and we've reaped fleshly things. We go to work, we reap money. And so we come home and we build things, but we don't take care of the church of God. What good is all that money going to be when we pass from this life? Because we sowed to the flesh. But Jesus says not to lay up our treasures here on earth. We are to lay up our treasures in heaven where moths cannot eat and where rust cannot destroy. Where are our treasures? Are we sowing to the Spirit so that we can reap everlasting life? In Matthew chapter 7, verses 15-20, through 20, it says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravaging wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. This is another way of showing this principle that we find in Galatians chapter 6, verses 6-8, through 8, where we are not to be deceived. God is not mocked. For what a man sows, he will also reap. For if he sows to his flesh, he will reap of re- flesh, reap corruption. But if he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit. What they sow is what is going to be born on that tree. If you sow an apple tree, you're going to reap apples. If you sow an orange orange seed, then you're going to reap oranges. It matters what you sow. You cannot sow oranges and reap apples. You cannot sow apples and reap oranges. It doesn't work that way. Whatever seed you sow in the ground is the tree that's, going to grow from that seed, and thus what tree grows is the fruit that it's going to bear. Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. In other words, if you've sown a good tree, you're going to bear good fruit. If you've sown a bad tree, you're going to bear bad fruit, and these trees are known by this. Every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. If you walk up to a tree and it has bad fruit up on it, then a bad tree is what you have. You cannot have a good tree with bad fruit. For he who sows to his flesh will will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. What we sow is what we will reap in every part of our lives. If we are... Living in corruption, whatever that corruption is, whether missing services or living in an adulterous life or having premarital sex. Whatever we are sowing, that's what we're going to reap. You see all the problems that come about from people who are not married doing things which are only for married couples to do and the single mothers that come from that. And all the problems that they have, they're, they're reaping what they sowed. We understand this in every part of our life. We need to learn to start understanding with God. We cannot sow bad things and reap good things. If what we're sowing in our life is not what God wants us to sow, then we are not going to reap everlasting Life in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 through 11, the Bible says, Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to Him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what He has done, whether good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are well known to God. And I also trust are well-known in your conscience. And so this principle of sowing and reaping is going to be how we are judged. Notice verse 10 in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body. What we have sown in this life is going to be how we are going to be judged. Now, the word of God is how he's going to judge the things that we have done. If the word of God says that what we have done is according to his word and what God wants us to do. Notice verse 9 in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Therefore we make it our aim, Paul speaking, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. Why? Because he's going to judge us by his will, by his word. What he has told us that he wants us to do. Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15 Paul told the young gospel preacher, Timothy, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so Paul was telling Timothy, you need to study so that you can be approved of him. And you need to put it to practice in your life so that you can rightly divide the word of truth. This is what Paul was telling the church at Corinth as well. For we all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body. Well, how are you going to know what to do? You're going to study. And then whether you put it to practice in your life is going to determine whether you are approved of by Him. And then that is how you're going to be judged in what you did. Notice verse 11 in Second Corinthians chapter 5 says, Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. But we are well known to God, and I also trust are well known in your conscience. And so God is going to judge us this way. What we sow is what we will reap in every part of our lives. And Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 11 says, Knowing this, knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. This is what he was talking about, about the actions that he was doing in verse 10. That each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Okay, and so knowing that... They preach to the world. Well, what does that tell you? That's one of the things that God wants of us. Well, we know this from Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16. We also know it from Matthew chapter 28, 18 through the end of the chapter, where both are the great commission that tell us to go into all the world as one of the works that we are going to be judged by because God says, this is what I want. Anywhere in the scriptures where God has said, this is what I want, this is what you are to be doing, whether he's given us a direct command, an example, as he does with the Lord's Supper in Acts chapter 20 and verse 7, that we're to partake of it every first day of the week, direct command, we just talked about that in Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through the end of the chapter, that's a direct command. And then by implication, in Romans chapter 1 and verse 20, for the invisible things of God from the creation of the world can be clearly seen even as eternal Godhead and power so that man is is without excuse. You see, we are commanded to see God by the things that he has made. And if we don't, he holds us responsible, Romans chapter 1 and verse 20. And so we have an example of how God is taught in all three areas, direct command, example, and inference or implication. And so knowing the terror of the Lord, which refers back to verse 10, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad, knowing this, that he's going to do this, we persuade men. We want you to do what's right. We want you to sow what is right so that you can reap everlasting life. What we sow is what we will reap in every part of our lives. In Romans chapter 2 and verses 5 through 10, it says, But in accordance with the hardness of your infinite heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to each one according to his deeds eternal life to those who by patience, continuance, and doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality, But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish on every soul of man who does evil of the Jew first and also of the Greek. But glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good to the Jew first and also Greek to the greek. And so here we see this ideal of sowing and reaping again. We sow up for if we treasure up for ourselves wrath, we're going to reap wrath. If we treasure up for ourselves the the mercy of God by doing what he wants us to do, then that's what we're going to reap. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you.